0: Hey, it's Bartender Journey, episode number 38. Vince here. We're going to do a little best-of kind of show today. We're going to bring back a segment we call the Disney Experience. And Vano came up with that phrase to describe uh, what a bar should be, the perfect environment where everything is just effortless and perfect, and uh, the guests have just a great time. So, um... In this segment, I describe an experience that I had in Manhattan that was um, not exactly the Disney experience. It, um was almost the opposite. <laughs> not, not that it was that bad, but, uh, well, take a listen and you'll hear. Anyway, um, Vano will be back uh, soon. I, I have a text from him. He he, We discussed this. He knows I'm going to read this on in the podcast, so uh, this is what he has to say. I've been in the lab training, writing, bartending, and doing research for the second tour of Bartender Journey. I want to come back strong and powerful, spitting venom and gold. I want to create epic spoken word. I'm working on show outlines and be ready in November. I want to take the rest of October off. I think it'll be good for the show and good for me. Been busy with work, bartending, and life. We'll come back far beyond driven, powerful like a caged tiger. He's intense, that Vano. I tell you what, he uh, he puts a lot of effort into. Um, the show outlines and uh, he does a great job with that so he'll be back in the studio very soon but meanwhile we're going to do this a little best of uh, so take a listen to this this goes back to a show we did in april All right. So I was talking about my experience. I went out to this bar in New York City. It's a recently opened place. It's there's a lot of buzz about it. People are talking about it all over the place. And um, I mean, it opened very recently within a couple of months. And it's become quite popular. So I went in there and it was had its good and bad points. The uh, place looked beautiful. It was very like, you wouldn't know that it was only open two months. It had like these exposed beams and stuff. It looked like this old-timey place had been there for <laughs> forever, you know. And there, There's actually two rooms. I went there earlier in the day, so this the second room wasn't open. This is, um, you know, one room was called the pub, and one room was called something else. But uh, so anyway, there was only one bartender on Journey. There was only one... <laughs> journey? There was only one bartender it, it on... It <laughs> is a Journey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck saying bartender Journey. There was only one bartender on duty, yep. is what I meant to say. And um, she was young, and... Uh, my word for her was opinionated. Now, she had opinions about everything, including what you were drinking, you know, what I was drinking, what the guy next to me was drinking, what people should be drinking. And and so what, when I told you about this, what was your reaction to that?
1: I just thought judgmental.
0: Judgmental, yeah. Debbie Downer. Yeah, she yeah. was. I mean, no, I mean, she was really into her craft, you yep. know, and all that of making the drinks, whatever. But she wasn't. Really, uh, the best people person in the world, you know. Everybody in there was kind of into drinking and cocktails and how to make drinks. So I started talking to this couple that sat next to me, and he brought up the martini shaken or stirred controversy. Right? Oh, my theory on this, I don't know. I, we know I don't think we ever talked about this, but mine is. When James Bond says he wants it shaken, not stirred, that's because that's the exception to the rule. It's supposed to be stirred. And the reason for that, in my opinion, is that you don't want it to look like a slushy when it's done. You don't want too much ice in there. You know, it's supposed to be clear as can be. You're not supposed to have tiny little ice crystals in it. I was at an airport one time. This guy shook this martini so much it looked like a slushy when he was done. Yeah. Like you'd get at Seven Eleven. It was unbelievable. So anyway, point of the story is we're talking about shaking not stirred, and I gave my opinion, and he gave his opinion, and the, so I asked the bartender, "What's your opinion?" She says, "Well, you're both wrong." I was like, "What? <laughs> you're both serious? wrong?" That's what you tell your cust your customers. You're both wrong, and I can't even remember what her answer was. I, I don't think she ever answered. You know what her opinion on that situation was but um you're both wrong like you and then so this guy's sitting next to his wife you know she's embarrassing him in front of his wife and uh, it was just weird man it was weird Uh, and there there was another guy who was drinking um something with vodka in it and um she was talking about how absolute vodka is the best and the flavored vodkas are the best and i said well i you know my opinion on flavored vodka there's some good ones out there but generally they're not good and if you know if you want orange in your vodka put you know put some real orange in there i don't need an orange flavored vodka or whatever you know i'm a bartender i can make it taste like orange if i need to but anyway she's going on about the absolute is the best and it their flavors are made without you know any chemicals blah 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 whatever and uh the guy's saying i i don't like absolute you know and i i feel the same way like yeah. I, I guess we shouldn't be talking about what brands we like or we what we don't cuz we you know yeah. but uh that's my opinion i don't think i don't think absolute is the best out there you know i like stoli i like um tito's vodka if it was amazing uh comes out of texas it's great um so anyway so she's telling him so i went over to and i i put my hand my arm on his shoulder i said dude i am I'm, I'm with you i don't think absolute's the cream of the crop, either, <laughs> you know. But she she had opinions about everything.
1: Yeah, that's she just killed the whole experience, man. But yeah,
0: she really did. Because like you always say, it's it's about the experience. Yeah, you know, sure. And the people that are there and experience. You know, they're not there to be
1: told they're wrong. But you know, it's funny. <laughs> First of all, shaken and or stirred. Yeah. This is my take on it. Yeah. I I now ask. The customer what, how they want it mm. because it's just a weird thing. It's like a right. it's like a split. Some people like it this way. Some people like it that way. So right. instead of me assuming, I just ask. Yeah, you know. But <laughs> I got to just say one thing you just said that freaked me out. Where. You're both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, that translates to you are you, not getting tips from both these customers, Right, you dummy. I mean what I mean I mean we're what, both not giving you I a mean, tip. I mean you're both wrong. I mean I know it's bizarre. Hold, man. hold your tongue, man. You never one up the customer, man. And, you know, they're yeah. on the trip, you know, it's their trip, you're the pilot, you're the captain. Yeah. You got to accept that role. If you can't deal with that role, don't fucking bartend.
0: Yeah. Right? Right. So, we talked about it before the unwritten rule. You never go into a bar and tell people you're a bartender. So, I never told her I was a bartender. But I asked her, I say, So, you've been bartending long? She goes, Well, I'm only 25 years old. (laughs) I wanted to laugh like 25 years old. I've been bartending, you know. (laughs) She was my age away, but she's watching Nickelodeon
1: and you were slinging drinks,
0: man. I'm telling you, man, it was weird. So but she had opinions on everything and she's making all these, you know, fancy cocktails which is cool, you know, but it was just it was a weird experience, man. Yeah, man. You you talk about the the Disney experience. So we, well,
1: we, I mean basically, dude, she's robbing the customer of his or her escape or experience or trip and you know, the the whole uh, Disney experience is you want to make it, you know, an, an experience for the customer. You know, that Disney has a winning formula. Yeah. They're just, you know, when right. you go to Disney, it's just amazing. It's like a whole, Disney is a country in yeah. itself. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: And it, it, you can go there and ask any, the guy who's sweeping the floor or whatever, you can ask him, you know, where do you find this? Yeah, and the exactly. Thing. And he has to answer you with a smile and tell you the information. Yeah. You never feel bad about asking any, you know, sometimes you feel awkward asking or whatever, the, you know, the guy that's sweeping up. How do you find such? It's such and such, but not at Disney. You don't have that yeah. ever.
1: But I always, uh, you know, always opt to make it in a Disney experience where that customer walks out going, "Wow, they're better than they were when they came in." Mm. But I got to tell you, like that, that you know, she could have been having a bad day, so I'll give her a bit of. But <laughs> I would never. That's that's kind of sloppy. She got sloppy behind the bar the way she's acting because. She, that she, wasn't my impression.
0: No, she was. Just you're, to, well, well, you're yeah, right. You came up with the expression uh, intellectual bully. Yeah.
1: And
0: that, that, you know, not that she was a. A bully, but she was. She You're was both trying wrong. to be. It's she was wrong. trying to be smarter than yeah. everybody else in the room who's, you know, and meanwhile, she's the youngest one in the room, which uh, which is fine, you know.
1: Young is cool, but <laughs> it was just odd. Nah, I hear you. It's funny when not you, I, that experience, you know, when I think of you know people that I work with, and sometimes I get these type of bartenders that act like that. And I ask them, I go, why do you bartend? Mm. And I gotta tell you, sometimes they'll say, you know, just to hang out. Mm. Listen, man, if your main goal in bartending is not to make money, cheddar loot, dead, dead presidents, you're <laughs> fucking my flow up. Because my main objective in bartending is yeah. to make that extra income. Right. And if you're if you into bartending just to hang out, yeah. then you know what? We, we have two different governments, you and I. Yeah. Because my main objective is to make money. Right.
0: Well, her main objective, yeah, not that she wasn't there to bartend. She was there to bartend, but she was like a little too much into the bartending aspect and not so much
1: into the interpersonal relationship. Part and we, we talk about that. If you don't have the personality, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you have a short shelf life. Yeah. And you know what? Unless you're really, I mean, you know, you could be great, good looking and all that. But you yeah. know what? The bottom line is people pay for the booze, but they tip you for your service. They mm. tip you for your personality. They tip you for the experience. Mm. Thus, the Disney experience. Right. Bottom line. Yeah. And for me, my target audience is those people that are looking to have a trip, looking to have fun. And that's that's what I want.
0: Right. You know what I mean?
1: That's what you have to give. And you got to remember that, man.
0: And that's what's going to make people stay longer, too. If they're having a good time, you know, yeah, they come in for a drink. They have their drink. Are they going to stay and have more? Well, are they having a good time? You know, there's uh, we're talking about Manhattan here. There's got to be 50,000 other places to get a drink, you know, (laughs) in Manhattan. So uh, are you going to hang out and listen to this? Overly opinionated young lady, or are you exactly. going to go somewhere else and find a different bartender. You know, yep. it's to say, not to say it's the same drink, but there's a lot of places to choose from.
1: Yep, there's yep. a lot
0: of uh, competition.
1: When you're bartending, man, you're on a stage. People mm-hmm. are watching you, and if you're not comfortable with that, mm-hmm. you have to understand that you can't say to someone you're both wrong. You got, you got to find a new job. And I, there's been times where I've made a drink, and the customer insists that it's, it's not right, and it is correct. Right. But I, and I, and I, it makes me look foolish, but I just roll with it. Right. Okay. How, how would you like it, ma'am, sir? Whatever. Right. You know, and I, right. just, I just make it.
0: Or they tell you, you were telling me the story about how people come up and tell you they want a, whatever, a madras and you make it for them. They're like, oh, that's not right. Then think gets a Cape Cod. Yeah.
1: Or something like that. They get it backwards. And, and you know, and I try to correct them. I had a lady one time ask me for a uh, sweet, very sweet, su- said sweet like four times, <laughs> sweet Manhattan. Right. So how would you make that? More vermouth than yeah. whiskey. So I made it, and she's she looking at me like, like a, she wanted a fucking Cosmo.
0: Oh. <laughs> and she's
1: she's making me look like I'm the idiot. Right. She goes, "This is not what I wanted." Oh, come on. And she's and I was like, "Ma'am, will you asked for a Manhattan." Uh-huh. She goes, manhattan is red."
0: <laughs>
1: and it's got a lime, and it's in a martini glass, and blah blah. And I'm like, "Okay." I said, "All right." I said, "You want a Cosmopolitan." And then she looked at me and I said, no problem, ma'am. I got it. And I, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't looking for an apology, but it, it kind of pissed me off, but I'm just rolling with it because <laughs> right. it's the experience, you know? Yeah.
0: Like you always say, it's her moment, not yours, you know? And that's what this girl was like. It was all about her and yeah. her drinks and her knowledge. She had like an elitist personality yeah. almost, you
1: know, yeah. like she knows so much more than everybody else. And I, I say, you know, she could have been having a bad day. I don't know, but no, and I'll give her the benefit of that because you know you're right. But I wasn't there. But I'll tell you what, man, if you're having a bad day and you're not feeling the conversation, what I do is don't participate in the conversation. Mm-hmm. You just stay neutral, stay busy. A trick I do, mm-hmm. I clean the speed rack. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's talking, you know, right. because sometimes the conversation is weird. I don't want to get into it. Mm-hmm. I don't ever like talking about politics. Right. I don't like talking to- right. religion. Yeah. I don't right. want to get sure. involved in that. Sure. 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 You're in a mixed company. I don't, that's a yeah. rule I don't ever do. I just, I, I give that nervous laugh and I just yeah. go back <laughs> and I clean the bar rack or <laughs> whatever. And I just stay out of the conversation because I don't right. want to participate in it. I stay neutral. I'm not judging you. You, mm-hmm. you talk what you want to talk. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I really don't want to get involved in it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. You know what I mean? Even if I don't agree with what they're saying, sure. we are talking shit. It's something I know about. Right. And I'm, I'm going, I'm, inside, I'm like, you fucking idiot. You're a fucking <laughs> moron. What are you saying? You're lying.
0: You're a fucking liar, asshole. Or you're pulling these facts out of, like, yeah, sometimes people will say something like, uh, I can't even think of an example, but it's like, where are you getting this information from? You know, yeah. it's like, and they'll state it as a fact. You know, that everyone should know. And you're like, where did you get this information? I know, Did you man. read it in the New York Times? Did you see it on, you know, the evening news or, you know, with Dan Rather? Or are you just making this up? <laughs>
1: yeah, man. It's, uh, it's, uh... I get, it's like you know you go to a movie. You ever go to a movie and like you watch the movie and it's over with, and then some asshole will just tell you, "You see what he did? He did all this. <laughs> he he really worked hard." Like asshole, I just watched the movie with you, you yeah. fucking moron. You don't have to tell me about it. You know, like and this is sometimes you get guests like that. They just like talk shit. It's like you know, but you just gotta the Disney experience. I'm just gonna, you know what? You could do this. I'm just gonna sit there, relax, whatever, man. You know.
0: Yeah, it's like you guys continue to have that bullshit conversation. I'll be over here polishing the glass like the old saloon keeper in the cowboy movie. You
1: know, behind the bar, you're an illusion. You're a fantasy. You're, you're a real person. You're a servant, a friend. You're something to this guest mm-hmm. and you got to choose it wisely, which side you want to, you know, to present to this, to this guest. I'll give you an example. One time I was behind a bar and this girl comes up to me and they were playing uh, ABBA, Dancing Queen, <laughs> right? So she comes up to the bar and she asks me, she says, "Hey, if you saw me out, would you dance to me to this song? And I you know and I'm thinking to myself, you know, and I'm like, okay. Is this a
0: trick question? Well, so I said I said of course. Uh, I'm not going to say no. Yeah.
1: And she said nothing. She went back to her seat and then you know, I'm like I'm like there, there was something deep to that. There was uh, something, you know, really deep to that. And I saw that she went back and either her husband or boyfriend uh, wasn't dancing. Uh, and this chick wanted to dance. Right. And she's now <laughs> got fucking these demons in her head that yeah. why is he not dancing with me? Right. And she comes to me and asks, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like... I was there for her to reassure her mm-hmm. in a weird way, like yeah, I would dance for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was just, it was just you know to see it was weird. And being a bartender, that social intelligence you you pick up on that, mm. and that's that's what you have to do. I mean, you know, social intelligence. I like that. You know, you got to have a high social intelligence. You got to talk to people, say hello when they walk in. We talk about it all the time, say goodbye. Yeah, you know, a simple nice conversation. How are you? That's what people want.
0: I got the greatest tip at the nightclub and bar show. One guy, he wasn't even talking about bartending specifically. I, I think I talked about it one other time he was was talking about how to build a bar from the ground up but he was he was he was a bartender himself and an architect but he he just said this one thing that really uh made a lot of sense he said keep your eyes up when you're icing the glass wow wow that's Oh, that is awesome i never thought of that but that's a great way to keep the eye contact because you, you lose it for that second you know but if yeah. you keep your even if you're not looking the other person in the eye but keep your eyes up by icing the glass i was like wow that's that's a great tip
1: no absolutely man you you know a good bartender needs to have you know good awareness so we talked about communication behind the bar it's always in a good mood yeah you gotta always be in a good mood you know a personality like a personality you experience where you're both wrong that makes or breaks your experience as a guest. Right. You know what I mean. Like right. who, who who the fuck are you to tell me I'm right or am I wrong? I know. I'm not coming here for that. My life sucks. I work a job I fucking hate. I'm having issues with my old lady, and I want to come for a drink. Yeah. And you're probably my last resort that you're either going to agree with me or make it enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to look at it like this, man. I'm just, dude, it's a 20 minute ride. We're yeah. taking a jet to Never Neverland. You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. And I'm just going to help you out. And that's that, you know? So, I mean, that's what you have to do. You got to make an experience that the guest has where they walk away and they're like, wow, man. Yeah. We talk about this all the time, man. Saying thank you. Like you talk about looking people in the eye. When people tip you well, you look them in the eye. A lot of people I've noticed have a problem with that. They really they can't look at people in the eye. You gotta look at people and and, you know and thank them for the tip. And you know, I I I talk about tip rage and all that. If you're not getting tipped, don't lose your mind over don't lose your shit over not getting tipped. I'm being honest with you. You gotta focus on the people that are tipping you.
0: Right. Yeah, you, know you just gotta move. That's on. That's your target I mean, audience. Get, getting pissed off about it's not helping anybody. You know, you just gotta move on to the next one and hope the the next person's gonna do the right thing.
1: Yep. And then, let me tell you something: the people that tip well, yeah, they cut the line. Oh, of course. End the story. Remember <laughs> yeah, that. Absolutely. You know, and I play it off like I didn't see you. Yeah. I'm gonna serve you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna serve you. I'm gonna be whatever. Right. I'm gonna, that Disney experience applies to you. Right. But you know what, homie? You're flying coach.
0: <laughs>
1: the person that tips first class. Yeah. Just end the story because this is why we do this, is right. tips. Right. Again, as a bartender, don't tell me you're doing this to hang out. Yeah. Because you, you know what? We're, we park a car in different garages, man. <laughs> we just do. I mean, it just is what it is. And the goal is the Disney experience. You want them leaving like, wow. Make them shine. Make them feel good. Because you know what? At the end of the day, when they feel good, they tip good. So that's our
0: segment we call the Disney Experience as it applies to bartenders and bartending and bars. So, uh, yeah, that was from show um, 12. And you can go back and listen to the rest of that show or any of our old shows. It's all available on Podbean or on iTunes or however you get your podcasts. And on our website, bartenderjourney.weebly.com, I'll uh, put a few links up there to make it easier for you to find things. But um, go check it out. And Van, I'll be back in the studio in a few weeks, as I said. Meanwhile, um, trying to line up some interviews. If you'd like to be on our show, let me know. Give me an email, vince.bartender at gmail.com, or on Twitter at barkeeptips. And please remember, we've mentioned it in the past, we have our virtual tip cup. And we need your help to keep this show going, your support, greatly appreciated, your tips, graciously accepted. As with any great bartender, we humbly accept your tips and your help to keep this show going. It costs some money to put it on, so uh, we're asking for your help. So, uh, again, our website is bartenderjourney.weebly.com, and on there you can find our virtual tip cup. So please think about giving something to keep our show going. We are happy to do it. We enjoy sharing what we know, what we learn along the way, and uh, new products and information that we find out. But we uh, we could use your help to keep it going. So that'll do it for this episode of Bartender Journey, and we'll see you next time. Cheers.